while you're standing one a little short verse of scripture this morning first peter chapter 5 and verse 7 i love the scripture casting all some all casting all is it what what are you holding back What are you trying to maintain? What are you trying to wrangle? What are you trying to keep to yourself? I got this, God. He said, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And today, I want to talk to you on this thought, the perfect cast. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you this morning. Thank you for being our ever-present help in time of trouble. Lord, we just love you and thank you today. And God, let us hear what you would say. Let it change our hearts, change our minds, change our ways. God, we're going to praise you for today. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we ask it. And everybody said amen. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time this morning. Aren't you thankful? What a resource he is for us. What a blessing. You can be seated. God bless you this morning. The perfect cast. When I first wrote that title, I thought if I've got any 90s kids, they probably automatically thought about a goofy movie. The perfect cast. My kids and and myself and my wife watched that movie more times than I can remember. But uh, the perfect cast does exist uh, for fishermen. If you don't fish, like, well, I don't don't get that. It's it's not just throwing it out and hitting the water. It's like when you're in this little cove somewhere on the lake and you look over there at the bank and you see this spot and you know that's where that big one's at but there's branches hanging down there's a stump sticking up on this side and you got a little window about like that and that that if I could just get my lure right there that's where he's at and then so you sling it sideways and right where you want it to go no tangles no snags not hung up you didn't lose your lure that was the perfect cast and you're pulling out that trophy out of the water. That's the perfect cast. It gave you what you wanted. If you threw it too high, it's in the tree. You threw it too wide, it's wrapped around the stump. Threw it the other way, it's snagged between the rocks, but you got it right where you needed it, and it brought you exactly what you needed, what you wanted, and it was the perfect cast. You got the fish, and you got your lure, and you didn't have to say any bad words to repent over for... uh, being hung up for the 48th time that day casting all your care upon him for he cares for you things are always better when they are in their proper place I mean if you are a tool guy you want your tools to be in their proper place 
if you uh, are one of those very neat, conscientious persons, you want everything in your house or in your room or on your desk. If you see my desk, you know that's not me. You want it to be in the proper place. Of course, everything on my desk is in the proper place. It's right where I know right where everything's at. But when things are out of place, it can be painful. Just let your shoulder get out of place or your finger get out of place or a bone get out of joint. It's out of place. It's painful. When things are misplaced or out of place, it can be stressful. Where is it at? It's supposed to be right here. Why isn't it here where I put it, where I left it? You know, you, do you have a spot in your house or a drawer where certain items are supposed to be all the time? It is, and when you forget one day and you take it out and use it and you leave it somewhere and you go to look for it a week later and where did it go? Now you're tearing the house up, you're blaming the kids. Where is it at? Did the dog eat it? I don't know. You know, somebody misplaced one of our black chairs in this church and it has yet to reappear. And that is, uh, when I think about it, it's a stressful point for me because I want to know where that chair went and who it went with. Where is it at? We need to put things in the right place. And when they're in the right place, things are good. There is a place for our cares, and it rests and resides with Jesus. Casting all your care upon him. Too many times we are trying to praise him and worship him and serve him and handle all the cares of life. But that's not what he told us to do. And we think it's all right sometimes because when we begin to praise him, we feel better. When we go to church, we worship, we feel better. And we think that, okay, everything's all right. Well, you're going to feel good when you praise God. But if you walk out of here carrying every weight and every care and at every point of stress in your life, if you don't give it to him in just a little while, you're going to feel bad again. There is a great benefit in giving it to God. You know, as people say, you know, let go and let God, or just give it all to God. Well, there's, there's a truth in that. There's a blessing in that, that if we will learn to let things go, do what the Bible says, cast your care upon him. Uh, the word care there, the word translates to distraction. What is distracting you in your walk with God? You, you show up to church, you're reading your Bible, you're doing all the things, but still you're distracted. You're, you're here, but you're not here. You're in prayer, but you're not in prayer. You're in your scripture, but while you're reading, you're thinking about something else because there's so many things going on in your life, and you think, how am I going to handle this? How am I going to figure it out? When if we would just cast it on him, that's the perfect cast. When you get your cares to him, it's going to give you what you want. It's going to bring the desired result. And you, you're not going to ha ever have to worry about losing anything when you cast your care on him. You know, I'm losing control. There's some things I don't want control over. Let God have it. He's not my co-pilot. He's my pilot. He, 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 you know, I, I, I'm following him. He's not following me. Uh, you know, we're not, I'm not even walking side by side with him. I'm walking behind him. Lord, go before me. You know, I want you to lead the way. The Bible says the Spirit would lead us. Well, then I want him out in front. I want everything in its proper place. But lately it seems that 
uh, in, well, not just lately, but over the last several years now, it seems like people, the world, whatever you want to say, has found a different place to cast all their cares. And now, this is of lately. I have grown more and more just tired, I guess, wearied by social media. I, I find myself, thank goodness, spending less and less time looking at social media because it seems that it has become the place for people to cast all their care. It has become a dumping ground for every thought, idea, agenda, emotion, whatever people have going on. There's a, this obsession with social media validation. And it has been and it is currently handicapping people, hurting people, hurting their witness. Church people, not church people, any people just spewing out, posting, saying, doing anything they want, throwing it on social media. You know, we see the things, well, you've posted about it, but have you prayed about it? And many times people just post about it. They've got to be validated. They've got, somebody's got to hear what I'm saying. You know, just, it's like this. If they don't get some sort of reaction from social media, that their life has no meaning. It's like, in the, in the Charlie Brown Christmas, he walks out of the door, goes to the mailbox, opens it up, and he doesn't have a Christmas card. And he says, I know nobody likes me, but why do we have to have a holiday to emphasize it? And then the next person he sees, he goes, thanks for the Christmas card. And they're like, I didn't send you a Christmas card. And he's like, don't you recognize sarcasm? But, but it's like that. People post a picture or they, they post a little very vague three-line post, you know, trying to throw that cast out there, trying to catch somebody. And if they don't get that little blue thumb or that little red heart, well, nobody likes me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody is interested in what I've got to say. It's because you're posting it on social media. And maybe the people that you're trying to reach aren't even on there that day. Maybe their internet's down. Maybe they're busy working, doing something for real instead of worrying about checking social media. But, but everybody is connected to social media, and that is the problem, is that it has become this new norm, that this is the way that we get everything off our chest. But it doesn't help anything because... The place for these cares and these worries and these hurts and all these things that are distracting us, the perfect place for them is with the Lord. Why? Because He careth for you. The word careth there means to concern, interested in, it matters. In other words, you cast it on Him because it matters to Him. You cast it on him because he is concerned about you. You cast it on him because he is interested in what is going on in your life. The perfect cast is on him. Give it to him. Just give it to him. Put it all there. Uh, put it in his lap. Take it to the altar. Give it to him. Instead of putting it 
on the internet, on social media, where anybody or in, everyone, anybody can they, they see it. They just see it. There's a proper place for everything. Trash and garbage go in the dumpster. That's right. They go in the dumpster. It goes to the trash can. It goes to the landfill. That's what they were made for. That's their purpose. Trash and garbage should not appear in our post, in our emails, in our text messages. You're hurting your witness posting these off-color things, these things from shady sites. Especially for the children of God, trash should not appear in your feed. Can we go back to 2023? <laughs> A couple old pastors in Sunday school. You're, you're hearing me. I'm trying to help you. There's a, there's, there's a right place for everything. Dirty laundry goes in the hamper. We talk about people's, oh, they shouldn't be airing out their dirty laundry. Well, but people just hanging on the line in social media for everybody to see. But that's not where it belongs. But that's what happens when people get hurt, when they get angry, if they get jealous, whatever, they just post away. But there's a place for that stuff. Take it to Jesus. There is a place. We are handicapping ourselves. And, and, and it's stay, what's happening is when you put it there, it just stays with you. And a lot of times it gets worse. When things are not in the right place, it makes a mess. Jesus said, you can't take new wine and put it in an old wine skin. Because the bottle will burst and both are lost. It's in the wrong place. New wine must go in new wine skins. That's the proper place. The wrong place causes a mess. There is a better way. Put your cares your distractions, your hang-ups, your hurts, your habits, whatever it is, put it where it belongs, cast it on Jesus, take it to him, not to social media. Well, cutting us off at the knees, man. Everybody loves social media. That's where we let everybody, we, 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 can, we can show everybody what we want them to see. We can give them the illusion of who we are. But see, Jesus knows who you really are. Just give it to him. He does not want you to be burdened. He said, all you that are burdened and heavy laden, he said, come unto me. You'll find rest. Come to me when you're burdened, when you're hurt, when things are going wrong. He, he don't want you tangled up with the cares of this life. Cares can be anything causing you stress or worry, fear, anxiety, anger, or bitterness. You know, you, people get, get mad at somebody and well, they just yeah, and, it, and it's, those, it's those little posts like that's it I'm done and that's all they say well do we call suicide prevention or are you just did you just finish eating a meal what does it mean because you don't know I'm, that's it I'm done done with what your homework your job what and that's what they want. 
They want 68 posts. What's going on, man? What's up? You know I've got your back. You know, just looking for somebody to jump in there and say something. And it was all, and, and, and I get it. Maybe the emotion is real, that they really are going through something. But posting it won't help. Posting about it won't help. All the blue thumbs in the world won't make it better. But when you take it to Jesus, when you cast your care on him, that's the perfect cast. It's right where it needed to be. It hit the mark. It's going, it ain't nothing. Jesus ain't never going to mess it up. He'll never make it worse. It'll always be better. It can always be resolved. He can do anything. We've got to be careful about these cares. These things that distract us, that hurt us, that choke us. We live, the Bible says, by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. But cares of this life can hinder that. In Matthew 13 and 22, as Jesus taught the parable of the sower, he said, when they receive seed, which is the word of God, among the thorns, that's the one that hears the word, but the care of this world and deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. We've got to get cares in the right place. We've got to cast our care on him. Uh, all you do is make yourself a subject of conversation when you post out of emotion like that, people are going to be like, here they go again. If every time you, you stump your toe, you're posting about it, here they go again. You know, I believe that social media can be used for good. I believe that you can post uplifting things and good things, and man, it's needed. We can share the gospel. We can encourage people. There ain't no doubt about it because it can reach so many people. There is good stuff that you can do with social media. But the majority of what social media is used for is not for good. That's just a fact. That doesn't mean you have to get off social media, but just use it in the right way. Just use it in the right way. Use it for what it could be used for, for the good. Use it to... For your testimony, use it to lift up God, but stop using it to validate and get validation from the world. God loves you. He cares about you. The one that matters most, you are fearfully, wonderfully made in His image. You're great to Him. Don't worry about everything else. The Bible warns us about casting our pearl before the swine. Well, that's, that's every day on social media. Be careful. In Luke chapter 10, we find Martha very stressed and, and upset and worried. And, and the Lord told her, he said, Martha, she's cumbered about much serving. She comes to the Lord. Do you not care? Yes, he does care. Do you not care that my sisters left me to serve alone? That's like the disciples saying, don't you care that we perish? <laughs> he always cares. He said, you tell her to come and help me. The Lord said, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things. And that's the world we live in today. And that causes stress and anxiety. And there's Jesus sitting in the house. And Jesus right there where you are. And Jesus right there ready to minister to you. And you can't even be ministered to because you're so careful and worried and troubled about so many things. But Mary had done, got rid of that stuff. 
No, sir, I'm sitting at his feet. I'm here to hear what Jesus got to say. I, all my distractions are gone, but, but Martha was just, oh, I got to do something. She was anxious. I, I got I to gotta make this right, make this right, make this right. I got to handle all this. And Jesus is like, you should be sitting here listening to me. In Luke 21 and 34, the Lord said, Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. Well, why does that matter? He said, Because that day, the day of my return, the day that I come back, can come upon you unaware. You can be so distracted that you miss what you've been laboring for, the thing that you've longed for. He said, you've got to get those cares in the right place. Quit trying to handle it yourself. Casting all your care on him. What are you holding on to? What are you afraid to let Jesus have? Friend, if he can deal with our sin, he can deal with our cares. We do not want to miss the day of the Lord, so let's put our cares in the right place. When we feel wronged, slighted, forgotten, or, or whatever, don't go to war on Facebook. You'll always lose. You never win. Cast it on Jesus, that's where it belongs. When you give it to God, it shows the world that you trust him. It shows Jesus that you trust him. And then also you're being obedient to the word. God is a healer. He is a fixer. He is a comforter. He is a peace speaker. Friend, he showed us time and time again when he walked in this life what he can do with any situation, with any mess, with anything that was coming against people. He was able to fix every situation. Ephesians 3 and 20, we know that. Now unto him that is able to do. You see, he can do more with our mess. He can fix it. We just make a bigger mess because we're trying to put new wine and old wineskins and everything is being lost. You're going to stay discouraged when you try to get enough pat on the back to make you feel better. Listen, we are examples to the world. The Bible says we're the light of the world, salt of the earth. By, by this shall all men know you are my disciples. We are epistles read of all men. We are ambassadors for the Lord. Do we forget that when we log on? Mm. I, know that, I know this is oatmeal for breakfast and not Captain Crunch. I get it. This is, this is stuff that we need to hear. Because we're going into a new year. And we've got things to do for the Lord. And we are examples to the world. And that means that we, well, social media is, that's my playground. That's where I can just shed everything, just be silly. and be. But see, people in this world today, they believe what they see on social media. And when they see you uh, posting one day about, wow, what a great church service we had. And the next day you're posting something awful and nasty and filthy. Or you're being foul-mouthed or sharing something that's ungodly. You can't be light and dark. We're ambassadors for the Lord. 
put that stuff in the right place. Because he careth for you. He's concerned with it. Interested in it. And it matters. What happens when we post is that we think, I don't matter to nobody. Oh, I see it all the time. Don't you? You see it all the time. People that, they're like, nobody cares. And then, I'm really afraid to post this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I need all of my sisters. I need all my brothers to show up. And not just comment, but then paste this on your page. Well, guess what? I'm your friend, but I ain't going to do it. I love you, but I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to paste and copy and share something like that. That's ridiculous. It's begging for acknowledgement. But the Lord loves you. And he sees you. And you can trust that your family and the Lord loves you. And sees you just because you didn't get a thumbs up. You know, there are days when I go through Facebook and I look at stuff and I don't comment or post or click a single thing. And it's not because I don't love people. It's just I'm just shooting through there. I'm just, what's going on? It's not that I don't think, well, that stuff's not important. Well, if it's important, I'm sure it's important to them. But whether or not I blew thumb it or not don't matter. Well, it, it don't make your picture more ugly just because I didn't put a heart on it. It doesn't mean your joke wasn't funny just because I didn't put the laughy face on it. Or type, take the time to type LOL. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't change. I guess this wasn't funny. Why? Because nobody on social media liked it. We've got to stop this obsession with social media. And I'll tell you, this, this I, or AI stuff is making it worse. I don't recognize people's profile pictures no more because they never looked like that. Not even when they was 19 or 20. But boy, that, all these new profile pictures, like, who is that? Has somebody hacked your account? AI, just another way to misrepresent yourself. That's not who you are. You matter to Jesus. You matter to the church. You matter to the body. You matter to the kingdom. You matter to him. Cast your care upon him. For he careth for you. Don't shut him out. Don't, don't leave it out of his hands. Don't try to do things that are supposed to be his. He's telling you these things belong with me. If when you're trying to handle things that he says I'm supposed to be handling, it will always be a bigger mess. The place for our troubles, our worries and hurts and frustrations, they do belong with him. He can handle it. That's why even way back the psalmist said, in the times that I am overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Let, get me to the right place. Don't, I don't want to sit around singing the blues to everybody. I don't want to sit around whining and complaining to everybody. Just get me to the rock that is much higher than I. Get me to him because he can handle it. I'm overwhelmed. Things are going wrong. But 
I'm taking it to the Lord. Even when David was uh, so upset and distraught over Ziklag being burned, it said he finally encouraged himself in the Lord. In the Lord. He, God, what do we do about this? He went and sought the Lord. He got the ephod and he sought the Lord. Lord, shall I pursue? Will I recover? He just went talking to God about it. And the Lord had the right answer. That was the perfect cast, David, because you got back everything without fail. It all came back. It all, they were just think, you think about it, they were weeping and crying one day, and then they was rejoicing all the way back the next day because they had gotten what God said they would get all back. They got it all back. We're the, we belong to God, and he cares about us. Now, the way of the world, just handle it yourself. But the Bible way, God's way, is cast it on me. Give it to me. Just as a parent, what do you do with your kids? Just give that to me. Give that to me. It doesn't matter how old they get. Let me help you with that. Give that to me. I'll take care of that because that's what we do. Just let me fix that for you. Let me do that for you. Let me. We do that. And that's what the Lord is like. Just give that to me. He's a, a great father. He's a very mindful, loving, caring father. Just give it to him. So it's time for us to, to stop all the fussing and, and cussing and whining and complaining and everything. Just give it to God. You know why people just lose out over things? It's because they try to handle it. Instead of giving it to God. How did you, how, how'd you make it through that? I just give it to God. But when people try to hold on to it, fix this situation, I'm about to tell them something. I'm about to post this. I'm about to say this. I'm about to write this. Always ends up in a mess. Now you're going to you're gonna either end up, you're gonna have to end up having very uncomfortable conversations, trying to explain why you said what you said, why you did what you did, trying to reconcile, trying to get forgiveness, trying to do all these things, when you could have just given it to God. Do it the way the Bible says to do it. Just We've got to shine the right light. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, oh... See, your pastor ain't just the, 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 the mean one. It's the, Paul, too. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Do all things. All things. Casting all your care. Do all things. When you get on social media... Do all things. Post without murmuring and disputing. Text without murmuring and disputing. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Why? Why can't I just suck my thumb and gripe if I want to? He said that you may be blameless and harmless. Harmless. You don't realize sometimes maybe the harm that you cause when you go to the social media instead of going to God. When you fire back off at somebody, maybe it hurts them to a point that it harms them. Or you don't know how you harm your walk or your testimony 
People see what you posted. They don't want you praying over them. Here, let me pray for you. Nope. I read what you put on Facebook yesterday. I saw your Instagram stuff. I don't, don't, don't lay your hands on me. So do all things without murmuring and disputing so you can be blameless and harmless. Be the sons of God without rebuke. God doesn't have to get on to you. Because you live in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights of the world. You see, we're the lights of the world. And so I'm not saying bottle everything up. I'm saying cast it on him. Just put it in its right place. Don't, don't keep a storage locker of junk and trash. Don't be a hoarder. You ever seen them episodes of that show, Hoarder? Holy, I had no idea it could be like that. Don't keep all that stuff. It's just trash. It's no good. It's junk. Cast it on him because in the middle of this crooked and perverse nation, you should shine as a light in the world. So pray and cast. Don't post and boast. A little, little poem there. Listen, you make yourself a target. You make yourself more trouble when you don't pray about it, when you don't give it to him. Cast it on him. You know, in one place, the psalmist, he was very distraught about seeing how the wicked prospered and, and the things that just seemed like they went about their ways. And he was, he said, I almost stumbled and fell, almost backslid over this. But, but in Psalm 73, he said, you know, when I got to the sanctuary of God, he said, I understood. When I got to the right place, I understood what, what's going on. I, I realized that, that God's watching out for me. God's watching out for you. He's watching out for his people. He loves his people. The eyes of the Lord over the righteous. And, and, and he wants to be a blessing to us. He wanted to be a blessing to Jerusalem. He sat and prayed and, and wept over them. And he even made the statement. He said, I, how many times he said, I would have gathered you up just like a hen would, would gather her chicks and, and cover them and protect them. But you would not. And there's a lot of times that the Lord said, man, I, I could fix this, but you would not give it to me. You talked about it to everybody but me. And I, Listen, there's nothing wrong with godly counsel. There's nothing wrong with uh, going to people in confidence, and you should, you should have brothers and sisters you can count on. And if somebody really counts on you to be a confidence, then be a confidence. If they come to you, don't, don't turn around and say, and, and post that conversation or text somebody and say, you ain't going to believe what so-and-so just told me. If they think enough of you that, hey, I really need to confess my faults right now, the Bible says confess your faults to one another. If somebody trusts you enough to do that, then be good enough to keep it. Now, if it's something they said, hey, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to school tomorrow and I'm going to probably kill somebody, tell somebody. <laughs> if they say I'm going to hurt myself, tell somebody. But if it's just, hey, I'm going through this and I messed up and this happened and this, keep that. And tell them, have you prayed about it? Give it to the Lord. I don't want to miss out on the blessings and benefits that I could have because I've cast it everywhere but him. 
The old song said, oh, what peace we often forfeit because we do not take it to him in prayer. The Bible says this, pray for your enemies. Pray for them that despitefully use you. It tells me to overcome evil with good, not more evil. Scripture says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So we don't have to go to battle on Facebook and text and emails. We can just give it to God. We can just pray, believe, trust, give it to God. Stop burying your soul on Facebook when you won't even bear your soul to God. Stop. Give, you know what you do when you give it to God? You give him the control of it. And when you give, give it to the, the social media world, you're, you're giving them control in this situation. You're giving them power in this situation because they can screenshot, send it to whoever they want to. And what you never intended to happen is now happening because in that moment, instead of casting it on him, you cast it where every and anybody could see it. So why do I give it to him? Because of who he is. Isaiah 9 and 6 says that he is wonderful. That's why I give it to him. He's a miracle. He's a marvelous thing. He is a counselor. That means uh, that he will advise you, advise you well. He can bring a resolution. He can give you answers, real answers that matter. He's the mighty God. Well, that, What else needs to be said? With God, all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. And he is the everlasting Father. Jesus said, the Gentiles seek after the things of this world, but your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Take it to him, cast it on him, because your Father knows what you have need of. And he is the Prince of Peace. He is a head person uh, of any class. He is the head of all things, principalities and powers. And he is the, the head of our well-being. The well, He is the head of our happiness, uh, friend, everything that's good. When we realize that he is the head of all the things we're chasing after, then we see the benefit of just giving it to him. It's the perfect cast. Honey, you can come to the music this morning. And you can stand with me. I heard uh, Brother Osborne say something in the service the other night. And I never really, it's, it's one of those things that you know, but you just didn't know you knew it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, but I've never thought about it like that. But he was talking about God leading Israel to the promised land. And he was talking about the church. He said, we have to learn how to live on promises. We want to live on the, the, these tangible things we can hold in our hands. You know, that's, that's people, that's us, that's flesh, that's the carnal mind, that's what it does. But he said, well, when you come to God, you have to learn. If you're going to have all the things he's got for you, then you've got to learn how to live on a promise. And so, every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, and every line. That's what the, script, the old song said. And so, when I read what Peter wrote, casting all of my care on him, for he careth for me. 
I realized that the Lord's trying to let me know something. I'm going to take care of this stuff. These things that distract you, bother you, hurt you, that you're concerned. Just give it to me because it matters to me. Paul wrote in Philippians 4 and 6 that we should be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Casting all or everything on Him because He cares for you. That's the perfect cast.